Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This week's episode of Calling Out with Susan Pinsky is courtesy of Bergafam. Tonight's episode is Sarah Winchester and the Winchester Mystery House. It's Drunk History with Susan Pinsky. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, a place where Susan can introduce to you psychics, clairvoyance, past lives, and paranormal experiences. Now, here's your host, Susan Pinsky. We're back with a drunk history with Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Uh, we have kind of a fun episode tonight. We have... Uh, two psychic mediums and a half here tonight, um, the better half. Uh, AJ Barrera is here with us. He was on the recent uh, Calling Out with Susan Pinsky with uh, with Christine and Tom, which was last week, and I'm sure you guys all enjoyed that. That was pretty awesome. Hi, AJ. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me back. Yeah. Uh, what's new by you? Uh, you know, ghosts and stuff. Just ghosts? Just, yeah. Yeah, taking ghost hunts <laughs> right. in, in scary houses in, in San Jose, California. And then I also have Psychic Rebel Colby because she's, um, she's just got her first glass of Chardonnay and we're going to all have a little drunk history night. Right. Because our special producer is uh, Jennifer Musel. And Jennifer is... Uh, an expert on the Winchester Mystery House. And I have to say, this woman in San Jose, California, the turn of the century, built a $5 million castle to keep ghosts out of her life. And it's really interesting, but I am going to let Jennifer open up and tell us the history. All right. Because she's had about five glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> One bottle, maybe. One okay. bottle. But I, Four glasses. I have always wanted to have Derek Waters on my show, and I, maybe this will be the one that gets him on. I, I'm, I actually got an email from his girlfriend, so there's always Welcome a pos- throws me under the bus. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's great. Thank you, Susan. Thank and you I love me. drunk history, by the way. So, so do I. <laughs> and then also later, we're going to have a really touching caller call in. And I, I look forward to you guys giving a psychic reading. But mediumship. Just to m- mix it up a little bit, AJ and Jude. And, and Ju- <laughs> Jude, 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 Jude. <laughs> Wait, is Judy here? Oh, I'm not Jewish for sure. I mean, and Jen <laughs> went to San Jose to visit this this very haunted, ghostly house. And you know, everybody. I I always want to take field trips and do that kind of thing and and do podcasts about it. But I want you guys to explain your experience there. And first, we'll let Jennifer tell the history. Well, AJ truly was the main main attraction at this event. Um, but when I was going into this. I wasn't. I didn't do any research. I didn't know what the Winchester Mystery House was, and so when I got there, it was really like a field trip for me, because I wanted to know everything later, 
and just kind of go in with like, oh, what is this? So you see this beautiful Victorian mansion. Yeah. And back in like the 1880s, you don't see that very often. Well, Henry Rifle owned Winchester Rifles. It was supposed to be known as like the, the rifle that won the West. So having known that information, it, it definitely took a lot of lives as well. So when she was married... What, the rifles that were the, sold... The rifle, By correct. the Winchester. people that bought them and shot people. Correct. Okay. So the heiress of the Winchester rifle, William, was her husband. And he died when she was like 40. So he died really, really young oh, wow. from tuberculosis. They also had a baby named Anne. And she died as an infant from, I think what they called it was marasmus. Yeah. So she... she their baby starved to death, Aww. and she witnessed this. And, so, you know, fast his, forward. Plus his father, you know, Oliver, he died. It was like, almost like they go in threes. Yeah, he went like a week before um, his Her son husband. did. Or the husband, yeah. So it was really um, a very sad situation for Sarah Winchester because she experienced not only her father-in-law, who was basically the creator of, you know, at, uh, Winchester guns and rifles and whatnot, then her husband, and then their children. Yeah, their so child. She, she had all this loss, and... Did she Not, forget to feed the baby? No, the baby no, couldn't eat. They so couldn't it starved eat. to death. Oh. And they believed that the baby was uh, missing some type of enzyme. Oh, okay. So she couldn't help the baby. So the baby, I mean, Ugh. I believe there's a photo out there where it's just it's skull and, and bones and the baby was still alive, but she did unfortunately pass. That's so sad. So they don't talk a lot about the depression that she may have been in at the time and from all of these losses, right? Right. Um, but this mash, I mean, she was a multi-millionaire and probably right. making in the nineteen early 1900s $1,000 a day from, from oh, everything. Wow. Plus selling guns, she of had, course. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and 50, she like had $50 billion or something. So what do you do with it? Well, so when I walk in, and of course I don't know what, what we're going to see, and I just had a sense of like a village, almost kind of like a community where you have nothing around you in San Jose at the time. Nothing else was really built. Yeah, it was and like orange fields and stuff. Yeah, right, yeah, and originally it started at, yeah, she had orchards. She had, um, uh, yeah, actually she had, um, I think, oranges, peaches. I mean, full full on orchards with gardens that she ended up employing um, uh, like a, what do you call, someone who is like a keeper of, of the, the gardens. Uh, well, the, well. Uh, well, a gardener? They, well, they have, well, no. I forgot, what, um, I forgot what they call it. Like servants, True, I basically. guess it would be a, a oh, gardener, yeah. but you know, she had servants and people doing the crops and whatnot. So right. She was really the landmaster or whatever they right. call it. Correct. I can't remember yeah. what they call it. And, and so you're looking at 163 acres. It's I mean, amazing. This house alone was 24,000 square feet. It's amazing. At, yeah. at That's a point, lot of vacuuming. Oh my God. I don't think she did it though. Yeah. Right. I don't think so. At one point, there were 500 to 600 bedrooms and it tiered up to seven stories. Right. Uh, after the earthquake in 19. For what reason? Did she have big did well, she have people come over? That or? is the question. She never really had guests. Yes. Yeah, so she, they didn't. Nor would I. Yeah. Her, her and, house and was when just you're talking built. About, her house was just built for mainly for all the workers, you know, the people that were working in the field. Well, that's what the, legend the, has right, said, that maybe. she employed them. She was she a type of, of, of spirit that wanted to make sure that everybody was taken care of and that if she had passed, where would they go? They wouldn't have a job. So oh. so it's said that they built for 30, 38 years. Right. Nonstop, meaning 24 hours a and day. And the reason was she was afraid of the ghosts that were chasing her through the house. Correct. Not because a- these were the ghosts of the dead people that were shot by the, 
the rifles. Winchester Correct. rifles. Correct. But a medium had told her that if she didn't continue to build, that she would be haunted and she would die. Oh, this is why. This yeah. is not an ethical medium. Right. Right. Exactly. Dang it. But, However, but, have you ever seen a labyrinth? I, I'm not familiar with a labyrinth or a maze, but there were stairs that go up, up, up to go down to go up and then down, down, up, down, up, down, go up. I mean, Aww. yeah, she like, was really frightened just to by take this. up space. Yeah, there were like forty staircases. Yeah. There, there was there was um, one staircase um, in the area where you walk up nine flights of stairs. You only get up to wait, what nine flights of stairs? You only nine go up? feet of stairs. There were and you're uh, only on forty eight sec- stairs. You're only on the second floor, second story. Yeah. So then, by, yeah. while I'm walking, and you're just going it, like this, and you know she had so arthritis, confused. so the steps were very short and small and tiny, and this and that. Well, she but, was like four eight. Yeah. As well. So the doorknobs were like at my kneecaps, you know? Sounds like a living hell. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. For me, when I walked through it. So did she have psychiatric sure. problems? Did you well, find here's out? the thing. They never talk about that. Yeah, but how could not. she not be completely tormented, tormented well, by she's so depression? Rich. She was like Michael Jackson. She could do whatever the hell she wanted to. She could, yeah. I mean, and she was building for these servants and she took very, you know, very good care of them. But there was a, a room in there that was called the fire room. Seven fireplaces. She had a total of 47 fireplaces. 13 of them were wood-fired. But when we're talking wall-to-wall redwood, she was way beyond our time as far as architecture and details. If you look at the door hinge, ornate filigree in the door hinge. beautiful. She had had authentic Tiffany glass windows. What's the name of that Spanish uh, architect, designer, or artist in Spain? In in uh, Barcelona, oh I don't go, know. Go, go, Gaudi, G- okay. Gaudi, Gaudi is what he said. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. And it they in those days like this guy was like a huge architect, and he just built these crazy monstrosities of castles and and cathedrals and right. buildings. Isn't there thirteen Tiffany windows too, or something? Oh, so she's kind of like this weird es- eccentric. Well, see, interior they, designer. Yeah, she was an amateur architect. However, when you look at the... De- we, you want to say something really quick, Colby? Well, I just thought there was like 13 Tiffany windows or well, 13 see, um, there's, something. There's, well, we were walking through... There's 13 through. Uh, webs or something, what they call them, oh. uh, in each stained glass. So she always had the number 13. Oh. That she, you're right. Yeah, oh. that she actually hand, oh, handcrafted yeah. or had... You know. So, oh. AJ, when you were there, what did you tap into? Like, did you feel anything? Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I did. You know, uh, originally I did a, a tour and, you know, the tour guide, uh, Jan- Jana and Nathan. Janin and Jan- Nathan. Janin and Nathan. Uh, amazing people. And they welcomed me with open arms and whatnot. And they said, oh, we're going to do like a 30 minute tour, you know, maybe 40 minutes. Three and a half hour tour of the whole house. Oh Unbelievable. God. I mean, they wow. took me to places that not even open to the public. You really? can't even go into. And the energy there is Oof. just like in certain places that the energy was so persistent and so strong and then so you know emotional like her bedroom um that she died in was very emotional like you know um she died a slow death you know it was a slow death for her and there was a lot of emotions that were going on that i was picking up here and i didn't know too much about the house or the property or too much about sarah winchester except for the the ghost stories or the theories and whatnot or the legends and and so whatever came through some things that they told me that it's not even known to them or whatever. And so part of it was just trying to getting these impressions out. Like there was one area in your hallway kind of, re- you can't really get validation. You just have yeah. to sort of feel it. Feel and it. Say yeah. It. You know, because like the, there's only been three mediums that been there, which is Sylvia Brown, 
uh, Jason <laughs> Prague, who was there last month, and then That's myself. Good. And so there's only been three people that they actually had there to actually do an really? event there. And wow. so it was an honor to kind of be there and be one of those individuals. And, you know, your hallway is kind of very similar to Sarah Winchester's um, servants and whatnot because yeah. it's very short. And it's about maybe like, what is it? maybe five feet tall like uh-huh, just the ceiling uh-huh. <laughs> and and all the rooms and everything but the hallway's just really crazy and whatnot long and i heard like all the bells and i heard people working and yelling and whatnot like wow. the impression so there was so much energy that was going on that i was like am i actually hearing this this is actually happening and and the the tour guides i mean they were just like looking at me like what do you get what do you feel and i was <laughs> such an awe in this place because I've never done a place like this ever. Like I've never experienced anything That's like really this. That's really cool. And, so they hired you to go and, yeah. and do the tour and do a and then, seance and, and do a also, seance, oh. a, VI, a VIP seance for thirty-two people. Oh, and really? One that of her were, three ballrooms. That, that were she connected had. to her, or just random people? Just random people. Yeah. And to say, oh, she's here, and well, no, it was actually kind of like the seance was kind of like the tour of the whole home, basically the whole house, and then the seance was basically doing readings for people's loved ones who have passed over. God, so that sounds like fun. Oh yeah, it was amazing. But you guys, we're not talking about an ordinary woman. We're yeah, talking she, about a child prodigy. By the time she was, she was 12, so smart. She was yeah. fluent in Latin, French, Spanish, and Italian. So she was very artistic. Oh very yeah, artistic. Oh, she yeah. had a ton I think of money. she was beyond her time. And I also personally think that there was more to what she was displaying in her home than most people would gather. I personally, from knowing a little bit of information about the Masons and Freemasonry and the Bilderbergs and whatnot, that she was clearly intending to Did she hide slaves code. there or anything? <laughs> well, 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 was kind she of, part of the well, Nazi servants? Who knows, right? I mean, she had she servants. Was, I think you know. she, was from, uh, she was from Britain. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, there could be some German ancestry there. No, I'm just, I was just joking. I know, no, but I mean, okay, so, so when you, but what was the most striking thing that, To like, me, geometry. That's what struck me. Okay. And also the textiles that she used. And I mean, of course, she was a multi-billionaire, so whatever you right. think, oh, I'm not shocked about this, but... It was the windows, the art glass that sure. she had, the gems that she had within her. She windows, only spent five million dollars. Did you know how far that would go these days? Right, not yeah, very not, far. Not very far. Right. And I mean, I can't even. I can't even so. rebuild a pool house for less than a hundred grand. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, what they're, they're probably only making ten to fifteen cents or something a day. I, I don't really Back even then. know. But there are there were seven tears. Then after the 1906 earthquake, where she actually. Her servants had to search for her for several hours oh because they didn't know what room oh. she was in because she wanted to trick the spirits, and and so they wouldn't know what room ah, she was she in. She was every watching time. porn. Oh. Well, maybe <laughs> she was hiding, or maybe making she her probably own. Probably had knows. fifty servants working there. Well, because I didn't get any peace and quiet. I was surprised that they, uh, that she didn't have Just a love kidding. interest. You know? Okay, so but, yeah, uh, well, yeah, but these textiles. I mean, she we're had talking a hard about life, obviously. Redwood, hey, hey, wall to wall. You, you should you should check out her seance room that she has there. Yeah. Oh my god! And you're obviously aware of physical mediumship. I don't know if you're yeah, aware yeah. of physical mediumship, no, Susan, but where they work with the trumpet yep, and yep, all that yep, stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she was so she, advanced. She has three ways out of one room. You can only get one way in, but you have three exits. One opens up to the kitchen sink, which is like a window onto the floor. Oh, wow. One is open up a to labyrinth. like, yeah. you know, somewhere else without a window. Mm-mm. And the third is right behind this wall, which is a closet. But that closet, when I was in there, it felt like it was the um, the cabinet for physical mediumship. Oh, it wow. It was unbelievable. Oh, like, you would appreciate that yeah, feeling because yeah. the well, energy Explain was, that. What does that mean? Physical mediumship is oh, where 
yeah, where the medium kind of takes on the the energy or the, or the personality or or basically the spirit steps into the body of the medium. Where the, you know, like the movie uh, Ghost, where Whoopi Goldberg allows Patrick Swayze, Sam Wheat to kind of step yes. in and she channels him. The same thing, um, but that room felt like that. There was a lot of ectoplasm that was being produced, oh. a lot of like energy. I mean, this was something that was like What's ectoplasm. It, it, it's a it's like a goo basically that's produced from an orifice, from the nose, the mouth, or whatever. That that's the you got slimed in yeah, there? yeah, like Slimer, Slimer from Ghostbusters. So that's, that's ectoplasm. She was hiding in there, and well, yeah, ghost was coming I, all over. Can I step? Right. <laughs> I step of course, you would say that. <laughs> Let That's me step the in first thing I think about. It says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It says, upon this her is a arrival. family show. <laughs> this is a family show. So inappropriate. That is so inappropriate of you. <laughs> it says, Sarah began holding her own seances every midnight so that she could receive the next day's Aww. building instructions from the spirits. Aww. Her seances allegedly involved the use of a Ouija board and a planchette uh. and 13 very, 13 various So she got slimed robes. in the closet. Okay, so... My instincts are she was bringing the spirits to her. Right. And then she was building her way away from them. At the same time. Well, it says a medium told her the only way to calm the vengeful spirits was to use her 20 million inheritance to build a (laughs) home that would confuse the apparitions. If she ever stopped building, the ghost would calm her life, would claim... Sorry. Yeah, but life. then she had seances with a Ouija board, which right, is like every a bad night, idea. And it said that no, she would Ouija do it at two o'clock in the morning. Bad. They're not. Yeah, Ouija they boards are not. It's a tool. Yeah, what, what, what's your view on Ouija boards? I Bobby? think no. I, it's all about the user. I mean, yeah. I right. think Ouija boards are a if gateway you want positive, to. Then yeah, it's like well, no you different. guys are like my instant Ouija board. Right. Yeah, we are. We are. You you yeah. can scroll around my alphabet anytime, <laughs> Susan. Ooh, I'm gonna make you yeah. a shirt for that. I'm gonna make you a shirt. <laughs> First lady of love right. has scrolled this. Like that. Like that. It's gonna be my That's new T-shirt. Funny. <laughs> when I think about the al- alphabet. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Pythagorean theorem or Pythagoras? He was like a builder in like ancient yes. Greek or whatever. Yes. So all of the tears and the details. I don't think it's Pythagorean. How do you say it? I, I'm not going to even try. Pythagoras? I, I had a glass of wine. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Wait, what she is said that? A quarter of a glass of wine. A quarter they just of reminded a glass. me. I'm, I'm trying to stay sober. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, I, I can't. Pythagoras? No, no, no. Anybody? Any, we don't anybody? have a we don't have so, a nerdy math guy here. So, so we it's can. <laughs> complete geometry and, and numerology to me. The number of windows she had, I mean, she had fifty two and thirteen. And to me, I mean, I guess that's only my maybe my personal experience. Mm-hmm. But so many things added up to me that it was almost like a secret code. Than it was. Oh, she was afraid of these evil spirits. It okay. said that she was raised by. Very intellectual beings as so well. So they were math. Masons. They were mathematicians. Hundred percent. And I feel nobody like can come up. Like I don't know if anybody's noticed my house, but it's very asymmetrical. Like everything is like nothing's the same on right. all sides, and it's really frustrating when you're trying to decorate. <laughs> but you, but like the cabinets have to be a certain way, and like I'm everything. The whole house is like that. But the Maybe guy you're that a built reincarnation it, of Sarah Winchester. Oh, I it, I probably have spirits running through here because there's it's no easy way in or no easy way no, out. No, it's not. I know, but I just realized 
I could totally live in this particular wing we're in. I, right? I, I, that's my I wouldn't wing. mind, yeah, I I wouldn't mind either. Currently, we are in the best living room. I mean, we got a refrigerator. I, I, I got a fireplace. <laughs> I am good to go. Well, I know the guy that built it was nuts, too. So maybe they had something in common. But no, I but I can see how how if she was very creative and she also was crazy and had a lot of money and was a mathematician, right? how she could develop something like this and enjoy it. I mean, yes. Yeah. And you know, well, like the flower of life. Have you, have you guys ever seen that in geometry? Well, into geometry. Yeah. Okay. So I barely passed geometry. <laughs> I never I took would, it. I, I, had to I was like, like an artist. artist. I was not. <laughs> she was an artist. My, artist. my brother was a math major like my son and I was, I was. Well, she mixed, that. um, Gothic, Roman and Greek, um, traditions within her. So there's like in San Jose, California, which San is pretty Jose. impressive. Right. So. And oh, in 1900 or yeah. whatever, she died in 1922. So, wow. um, it says that legend How old has, was she when she passed? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. she was in, pretty young. I think she, I, wasn't, well, I thought I, she was in her eighties now. Oh, okay. She yeah. older. Yeah. I thought she was like 86 or something. Is there, so, Jen, I still, still want to know what ectoplasm is. Like, ect- ect- well, you know, ecto- it's like the goo of like when, when an apparition or a spirit body is trying to come into physical form from the other side, other yeah. 22 like dimensions on, of like this on realm. stranger things. Yeah. Then, then it uses that and it, it can be used to speak through as a voice box. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There, um, uh, Silly, like a mediumship cabinet, Kobe. Well, yeah. I was just going to ask. I keep getting the number forty-seven. I, yeah, there's know? forty-seven. I, I think her uh, husband passed up 40, forty-seven. Oh, right? There's forty-seven right? fireplaces. 30, oh, 40, okay. forty-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've only, okay. I've only okay. got. One, she had one two. stairwell that She's had forty. <laughs> I've only got steps. five. <laughs> Did you feel the number five when you walked in my house? I didn't. No, it's not about you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, are you familiar with the Fibonacci code sequence at all? Liberace, what? The Fibonacci. Kidding. Kidding. No, yeah, no. So, so where, um, so there was like prime numbers and and um, oh, wow. and where you can like take numerology and take yeah, a number see? and like zero it down or whatnot. Um, but the Fibonacci spiral is said to be in every existence of of our human and animal and Milky Way and universe. And so when you bring it back to what I think she was trying to do is, it, it a lot of people talk about how she. Uh, she she left the building unfinished or she died before she could finish it. And I wasn't really wooed by that. I was more intrigued by what she was really trying to say through numbers and the amount of steps and the amount of, um, fireplaces that because there it was were. Like a, it was like a code. It was like it, a different To me, language. it was a code. And yeah. I feel like if it's a code to my own existence, then great. That's what I get to take away from it. But if you talk about a labyrinth, like a maze, when I was walking through the home, like 10 minutes into it, and maybe I'll even read my own personal notes to, to explain kind of what my thoughts were, but I felt sick, nauseous, disoriented, like as if I was going into another vortex uh-huh. or I was going into another dimension. And, and I don't know if she was trying to ascend these spirits to the heavens. She had right. tons of atriums. She had like... 2,000 plus windows in this place. Yeah. So I don't know if you don't have any electricity and you're using like a 
cast iron fireplace for yeah. for your heating. I mean, you, like at night, or, it's dark. No, well, her yeah. fireplaces. Right. So uh, they said she had arthritis, so maybe she needed that to heat. But why would you have seven fireplaces in one room? Right. And none of the rooms really had walls. They all Yeah, just... but I think, because the Ouija board's got numbers on it, yes. too. Right. I bet you she would go, I just, that, that was the one thing this I got. This was her development. Is that she got, like, they would building for the next day, right? Correct. So they would maybe get on, get the alphabet for the room or the thing, and then they would go to the numbers. I mean, these places so it go would, to nowhere. So There's doors I, that I open. bet you on the night of fireplaces in the room, they got the seven, and that's how she knew it would be. So I bet you there's got there's yeah, a meaning. I yeah. never even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, that was, I think huh. they were looking, I think she got the answers. How many do I put in this 100%. room? 100%. Through, through the numbers. It in was that. all by number you know, and it, metrics. It, it, it's so amazing, that. though, too, because I, I think, like, as kooky as this sounds of her home and the way she was and people knew her and this and that, like she wasn't really all that crazy. Like she no, was, she's probably so she was, creative. She, and, yeah, creative yeah, and intelligent smart. because, you know, it, my, I think one of my best experience that, that was very simple, but so matter of fact, how it happened at the end of the night, at the end of the tour, I ended up uh, going down to the ballroom. There was, they set up all the tables and this and that, and they had, um, seven. Ah, Seven different roses all lined up here, and and I heard it, and I heard like this voice, like like not in my head, but like outside of my existence, which mm-hmm. was like, "Thank you for the roses." Aww. And so, and I stopped and I looked and I thought, so I thought the lady, the tour, um, one of the tour guides said like that. It wasn't that. It was it was her way. And I and so I asked uh, Nathan and Jenna, and I go like, "Hey, Jenna," and I go like, "Hey, like." are these roses from her garden? Because I didn't know if she started gardens or whatever, because I never toured the outside Mm -hmm. and they go, no, but she loved roses. And so it was something that simple, Mm -hmm. which was so personal, but so amazing for me because like I heard this voice come out from outside of me, not from within. And just her like a sense of gratitude that you're in there. So, so do you have any more stories? Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. Grab another We're glass gonna of take wine. a caller because we need, yeah, we need more drunk history. Um, this is good though. I really like to hear it. I want to hear what else happened when you were in the house. Fantastic. But first, we're going to take a call from Mary. Okay, and All then right. we'll be right back. I want to shout out to our calling out sponsor, Bergamot, and the product Bergafem. Whether you're premenopausal or post, have changes in libido, energy, or just low metabolism, or have hot flashes, there's an all-natural solution that can help. It's called Bergafem. Bergafem is a dietary supplement made with organic extracts from the bergamot citrus fruit, which is known to have medicinal properties that can improve cardiovascular function. Also, it can help fight high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, and abdominal fat. But what makes Bergafem different is its combination of natural ingredients specifically formulated for women facing the dreaded menopause. I've been taking Bergafem for over a month now, and I've noticed increased energy and libido and reduction in hot flashes. I've got so much energy, I'm back in the gym and working on my diet. Bergamot is derived from the key extracts of the bergamot citrus fruit. It acts as a natural statin, or in scientific terms, an HMG-CoA reductase inhibitor and has properties that may lower triglycerides and raise your HDL. 
there's 47% bergamot, 45% Bulgarian tribulus testris, and a little mecca or Peruvian gold in there. Sounds pretty hot to me. <laughs> and last but not least, Damiana. This herb has traditionally been used as an aphrodisiac. Modern research has shown an increase in the strength of eggs in females and helps with anorgasmia. To learn more about Bergafem, please visit our friends at bergamet.com. That's B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T.com today. Or visit drdrew.com and click on the Bergamet banner today. This is a Dr. Drew approved product. However, you must be sure to consult with your doctor if taking medication. This does not replace medications prescribed by your physician for cardiovascular health. Support the show and get some Bergafem today or any of the Bergamet products that apply to you if you aren't a woman. Try the Bergasport for muscle recovery or look at the Mega Plus for heart health. All available at bergamet.com. Okay, so we're back and we have Mary on the line. She's a calling out fan and she's been emailing me for about a year now, I think, <laughs> or yeah. six months. And we finally have an opportunity to read a caller and we like doing that now. We're, I'm going to do that more often. So if, if you if you want a, a reading with us, send me an email at calling out at drdrew.com. But please download the app and let me know that you did that because we we appreciate that. And um, okay, so I have Psychic Rebel Colby here today. Hi. And I have AJ Barrera. <laughs> Hello, how you hey. doing? And they um, they work really great together, but I don't know how you guys want to do this, <laughs> but do you... Do no you... preference. I have no preference. Okay. So anyways, I'll let you guys do your thing. Yeah. You can go. Do you yeah. have something? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. Um, hi, Mary. How you doing? It's AJ. Hi. Good. I'm great. Thank you. Hi, AJ. Uh, so first of all, um, I don't know if you're looking for mediumship, which is connected with spirit or psychic reading, but I'm just going to kind of pull through whatever comes through, okay? So um, the first thing I definitely want to bring up here is I definitely have like an older female figure that is stepping forward here, and I want to link this over to mom's side of the family. So do you know your mom's side of the family pretty well, please? Um. We're not super close, but I, I, I do know them a little bit okay. enough. Yeah. I, I do have a mom energy that is stepping forward here. So I don't know if this is your mom or two. This is like a mother figure. But I do have her kind of open up the door here when she does step forward here. And when she does step forward here, there's a feeling that she's making you feel like when she talks about her passing. I'm not getting this as being like a very tragic event or a very lengthy process. But I just get it as if like a very – um the best way I can say it is like almost like – um like a blood disease, like le- leukemia or cancer, something affecting this that kind of like shut down the system. Would that make sense, please? You know, half of it makes sense. The other half doesn't. Okay, what, what does it make sense, if you don't mind me asking? Um, the disease makes sense, but the person doesn't. How, how's the person? Is a female connected to you? No. Okay. Not that I'm aware uh, of, I, no. pr- pr- Either one, I have two separate links that are coming forward then. So if it is a male, either Colby might be linking with that person, but I'm not linking yeah. with the male. But I am picking up the disease of, of whatnot. But this may be the female figure bringing through the male figure that is passed over. But would they... Go ahead. It's, my, it's the second time. Uh, now I have a man and you had a woman. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And that was in our previous show. So perhaps if, if would this gentleman be on the same phylum, like the same level as like a the figure basically um one of the, yes one of the one of the people yes the one with the cancer the one with the blood disease that one 
Well, to be honest, there's two. Okay. And it's okay. the same disease. Okay. So long as I know that they're on the same like they're on the same level for me as like father figure, as uncle figure, that level, I definitely have to bring up their way stepping forward here, courtesy of like mom's figure, basically, of the mom energy. So I definitely feel like it's their way kind of stepping forward in a way, but talking about the disease in a specific light. So I don't know if it means like either one, it kind of just happened very quickly, very suddenly, but to me it doesn't feel like that there's a, a very long drawn out process with their passing. So if that is a case, I need to validate that they want to bring it up in a huge way what happened prior to the passing, not so much the passing itself. So was there some sort of either issue going against medical advice with the person, with the gentleman here? Um, you know, to be honest, I don't know the gentleman. I know a gentleman because of my fiance. Um, and the passing did happen fast, and it was because of the cancer and leukemia. Okay. I don't know the gentleman, but I know of him. Okay, that's fine. And just make note of it. And if your husband is still here or you still have connection with him, just let him know that it's their way stepping forward here that's coming forward here. Okay. I'm going to have Colby jump in real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like, so, you know, with this connection, I'm getting someone who's a little more um, closer to your age is the feeling I'm getting. So it's a man, but he's closer to your age. He doesn't feel older. You know, he just feels like he's more connected to your age. Does that make sense with the second gentleman? It makes more sense, yes. Okay. Not as much, but it, it does make more sense in a little bit, yeah. Okay, Um and then it makes me feel like what he makes me feel like is um, I feel like you were pretty close to him, though. That's the feeling I'm getting. Right. So this would have been like um, your fiance. Can I just I don't want to put it, but your fiance is still in the living. Is that that's correct? Right. He's not in because I feel like this could be. His. Yes, that is correct. And the person that is his father. Yeah. OK. I never, met him. I never met his father, but I know his father passed of the disease. Oh, I see. Okay. I think you're a messenger for your fiance, right, AJ? Absolutely. It just feels like dad wants to step forward to just kind of give his son um, some kind of help or some guidance along this, okay? So, but I'm curious though, this blood thing though, did it go down to your fiance at all? Or is there a connection that this is genetic? No, it, it's it's actually not even a connection. The blood disease actually. It just happens to be a coincidence, but it's on my side. But it oh, happens interesting. to be a coincidence that it also happened on his. We're getting to the the root of this, but do you wanna do you wanna give them a little bit more information? Or yes. what or what you what you're looking for? Yeah, or for? what your expectations are versus what we're giving you. Okay. Um I'm hoping to hear from my son. Ah, that's Closer to your age. Yeah, that's that's the I'm, feeling. I'm not like you with the son. I'll be very honest. I think Colby is. Okay, yeah. I think that's okay. That's that's why I was asking about the fiance, mm -hmm. and that's what that's what was feeling. Okay, absolutely. But it's very sensitive. It just yeah. feels okay. Um, but I and I do feel like your son's not very old. He, he just feels younger when he passes. Is that correct? Because I don't feel like he's a, a, an adult by any means. Like a, he still feels very young to me. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And you do understand, like, the, 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 I just want to kind of, and he also, but the, the passing, again, I don't know. I just want to acknowledge, I don't know if this disease is, but there is a connection to this disease in the family also, right? Does that make sense to you? Do you know that or not know that? No, I don't know that. Because, okay. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Okay. We didn't know anything of it prior to my son. Um, but your son didn't have this disease at all? He did. Yeah, that's what, what I'm. That's what I'm saying. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, oh my yes, goodness. Yes. Okay, you're, you're making me think I'm crazy. <laughs> so that would be the that would be the parallel. Thank yes. you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. No, honey, it's okay. It's no, no, it's okay. But I just I just was about to quit doing this work um no um, okay he makes me listen i gotta tell you though i'm getting a super like prior to this it makes me like i feel like there's a time though when he is healthy or there's this energetic little face about him right you understand that part like he gives me these little energetic eyeballs (laughs) and he gives me this big smile and he he gives me this feeling of um, being very, very affectionate, especially like even touchy-feely with his hands a lot. Do you know that? Like, does that ring a bell for you? Because it's yeah, like he's constantly reaching out for you. And right. I do get this sense where, now I got a seven. I don't know, was he seven when he passes or is there a connection to July or a seven? He was seven when he passed. Thank Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, honey. I, you know, it's good. So I just, I got to tell you, I, you know, it sounds like I'm happy, but it's only because it makes me feel good knowing that he's here and like he's jumping up and down and he's giving me this feeling of, yes, she's getting it. She's getting it. <laughs> and, Aww. and he gives me this mommy. Uh, it's like, oh, wait, one, I, I don't know. Did he call you mommy? Cause I just, I just, <laughs> I was like, mommy, and I'm just so happy. And I want to like, I just want to, oh, you, you know, it's, I, I know this isn't the easiest thing and I know it's like, it's so been so difficult um, and I can only imagine, but it's like, he's okay. Like he's, oh, it's like, if I could just share with you how energetic he is and how, you know, and he must've had tubes or something at the end because he's saying, I don't have any tubes, mom. I don't have any tubes. So can you connect to him needing tubes or something at, towards the end of his life? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need them now. <laughs> he is fine, okay? And I do feel like he's out playing baseball and he's out being energetic and running around and doing all the things that he loved doing, okay? He played baseball. Yeah, thank right. you. See, thank you. And I do feel like... Now, is there a connection to 13? Was his jersey 13 or do you know a 13 or... Um, I don't know. Or is it the 13th of a month, a connection to 13? Uh, I don't know. Not that I can think of. That's not his jersey number. No. Um, okay. Um, did he pass on the 13th of a month or or, uh, no. or January 3rd? I'm, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, j- just just make note to Keep because, it in mind. Uh, yeah, okay, there I, is. We're going to, I think there's a connection that they're going to give me. So there is a validation, just maybe not from you. That's okay. I do want to share. Um, he, he gives me this... Um, he holds your hand. You're holding his hand. I know you You must have been there when he passes or something because you're holding his hand when he passes. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay, correct. he tells me. He knows you're holding his hand. He knows. Um, um, I feel like he's not conscious or something. When, when, like he's not. Oh, I can't talk. So either he can't communicate or he's not conscious at the actual passing, but he's letting you know he's there or he knows you're around them. Yes? You, does that make yeah. sense? Okay. He says, Mom, I heard you. I heard you, Mom. Oh, my God. Did you tell him to go to the angels or go to heaven or something like to, to something around heaven or angels? Is that right? Can you- I did. I told him that he could go. See? Yeah. He says he know, he's giving me little goosey bumps. And he lets me know. Um, oh, he's just like... Um, 
He loves you so much. If you, I, I, there are no words. I, I do not even have the words to share with you how much he loves you. Uh, I, I can just show, like, I wish I could show you with my face because it's like how he would look at you that you knew he knew your soul, you know? And if this was, I know you tried to take, I know you did everything for him, he says. He, you, you guys did everything. We went to every doctor, tried to find every treatment. Like it wasn't, we didn't just accept this. I know we were trying everything we could, yes? Um, yes. But he knows like, you know, he gets, you know, he got to graduate. You know, he is ahead of his class. I mean, you have to kind of look at it that way. Right. I, you know, if that's any consolation, it's like he's ahead of his class. He's a bright star. Um, oh, my God. You were going to take the words. Oh, what go I ahead. On, what I kept on hearing, Cole, yeah, was yeah. star boy, star, star boy, boy, star yeah. boy. So I, I think in some way with this, with this boy, I think that his maturity is just to let you know that he's growing old with yes. mom in some way. Yeah, and it's like, you know, mom, I think there's a story for here for you to tell. Um, and I'm not sure if you thought about sharing this story or expressing it in writing, but there's a sense where this story doesn't just end with your son. It's like you tell this story and it shares it to other people. So have you been writing or journaling or talking about this story in another way? Yes, absolutely. I, I talk about it. Um, I'm a big... Um, I started a nonprofit to help children um, in his situation. What's the, and name, I talk of about him. What's the name of the nonprofit called? I'm sorry? What's the name of the nonprofit called? Um, the Calvin Preston Foundation. Ah, got it. Okay. I just, I saw the star again, so I wasn't sure if that star was connected. Do you understand? I think I, think I know the star. He, okay. Uh, he has a star registered to him. Oh, <laughs> that's why. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's incredible. So awesome. Nice. You know, yeah. You know, and one thing I, I wanted to bring up, and you know, I, I'm not connecting very strong, and I'm be very honest here because my work's about integrity. I'm not connecting very strongly with your stunt with your son, but I, I do believe at a moment of when Kobe was talking about being there for his passing. But the amazing part, though, is that I, I feel like that you never really showed much emotion, like sadness, around him during these times. Yeah, that strong. you were always like, yeah, strong and brave for him and he wants to let you know mommy thank you for being so brave for me but no for you does that make sense please it totally makes sense absolutely and and he's also bringing up for me in a way though is that and i don't want to sound very you know weird about this or or very vague about it but there's a very simple a very simple part of his energy that i feel like that you actually like slept with him like literally like slept in the bed and saying like i gotta remember this moment i gotta remember this time i gotta remember everything oh. that's happening here and i feel like these emotions are just so overwhelming yeah. that he wants to let you know mom i still feel you you yeah. can still feel me and you're smelling his hair yes oh my god Ooh. yeah that's so true i just i didn't want to forget anything and even now i'm so afraid of forgetting things we're all in tears Ooh. um is you know can i just this is a random so little sweet. bit that popped in did did he happen to like Britney Spears or, or is there something about pop music? Yes, he left Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's making me feel like he wants to like dance. <laughs> he's always dancing and singing all the time. Okay, so it's letting you know he still is. Um, and he's still like got his idols and all of that, that sort of thing. Um Oh, he's, he is very, very special. I mean, you have a very, very special, special son. You've got a wonderful angel with you for sure. And I do feel like, you know, he's got this life purpose that goes far beyond his physical, his physical existence, you know? 
Yeah. Absolutely. And and one thing I want to add, and I don't know if you're in California, Orange County or whatnot, but when Colby was speaking, he said Justin Bieber, the first impression that I got was um, Chalk Hospital, uh, which is like radio lollipop that they used oh. to have. I don't know if they still have it, but I'm, I'm kind of seeing him there kind of enjoying his time. And even though this child knew he was in transition, I really feel like that he gave his best. And he lived to every single moment as being happy for you guys, because I don't think he was afraid. I think you guys were afraid for him. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And, and, and this child is just amazing because, you know, Colby has such an amazing link with him. And I just feel like the way he wants to link within me is just more on an emotional level. It's weird because, like, typically I don't work on that level. I work on impressions and seeing things. But I just feel like your son needs to come through and validate you guys. And, and I really feel like it's so important. And he wants to hand you balloons. So did you guys release balloons or what's a balloon reference here? Yeah, we've done that for his um for his birthday and the 30 year anniversary is coming up. Okay. So if, if he can just release balloons for him one more time or a balloon, he wants to let you know he'll be there in spirit. His soul will be right there with you because there's something about the balloons he hands to you rather than you giving it to him. So just to let you know on a spiritual reference, he has the balloons now. Yeah. And is there a connection to March or March 21st at all? He passed in March. Okay, okay. Um, is there a connection to the 21st at all, or 21? Um, I don't know about the 20. I, I'm, the 21 is when they told me that they couldn't do anything okay. for him anymore, but he passed a few days after. Okay, got yeah. it. See, okay, got it. So yeah. uh, that's just interesting because he shared the 321 with me, So, which is it's interesting that being significant. Um, Absolutely. I mean, it, it's such a heavy moment for this yes. child. And, and it's, it's so amazing, Mary, because your, your son comes through in a way – as if he's been here before, like yes. he knows about this work. Like I, again, this is why I don't feel like that he has any fear of dying. Like maybe he did, but I don't get that yeah. impression at all whatsoever. Like I, I feel like that I keep on hearing to tell dad that I'm doing okay. Tell dad I'm doing okay. So I don't know what the misconception was with dad and, and his son, but I feel like in some way that dad needs to understand his son is doing absolutely fine and he's not in pain the way he saw him because in some weird way mary and i don't mind being wrong here colby mentioned up something here with tubes but there wasn't an issue where he actually had like um like a tube up his nose did he oh i saw a tube up his nose that's too. what i saw yeah yeah he had a tube in his mouth and i it had to be removed when he went okay, okay. i i feel like whatever this thing is he wants to let you know that he's glad he doesn't have this because i really feel like it's so important to validate you but also to express the love and and in a funny reference that i need to joke around with you is that he's still kind of like pulling your feet or playing with your feet at night so if you experience <laughs> him i feel like it's kind of his way is like saying like mom trying to wake you up and trying to get your attention but nothing to freak you out yeah. but in a way saying like mom i'm here with you yeah i think did he used to um um, I think he used to try to find ways to scare you or prank you because I oh keep his yeah I keep I keep seeing him like like do things and poke his head around right. the corner and be like ah, ha, ha, I got you I agree I absolutely agree and you know the whole tube situation that's that's significant because. They gave me the option to remove that tube or to leave it, and they decided to remove it and let him go for him. Yes. But that was such a hard choice. Yeah, but and it was I told the- him that I was so sorry, and I had to do it for him. Yeah, but it was the right one because Absolutely. obviously that's exactly what AJ is saying. Like, he's so happy to not have that. So, you, you know, maybe you can have a sense of peace and comfort knowing you made that right decision. It was the right decision out of the love for your son. The selfish decision would have been to keep it, right? So you right. you did you did the love thing and he knows it. Yeah. 
He knows it. Um, and he's cute, too. <laughs> and, and, and one last thing, at least for me, that I can say here. Um, he, there wouldn't be another um, sibling still living or coming in right now? You know what? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I Maybe. I don't know. Are you trying to get pregnant right yeah, now? Yeah, I think there's going to be a child. Yes. Yes, yeah, so she is, I'm, right? I'm hearing there's yeah, another sibling, yes. another child coming in. Yes. Um, my impression, I already felt like that it's already coming in, like it's already here. So mm-hmm. if you haven't got a pregnancy test or two, if this was like, you know, oh just goodness. recently, yeah. um, I feel like your son is going to be bringing through another child into this picture in a very positive light and yes. a healthy light. You yes. know what I mean? In, in, in a way that you and your husband can be ready to fulfill this child's journey um not only the one in spirit but the one that's coming in here it's crazy because we thought about we need a pregnancy test today we should get it today and <laughs> ah, <laughs> see so yes. it's just it's well we'll wait, wait for you if you want to go ahead and get one right yeah we'll, we'll right be right now. here ready we'll, we'll have a glass wait. of wine yeah we'll be, we'll be here we'll, co- we'll get back to you in like five minutes <laughs> so so um is there a link? What at the beginning we had a link to somebody else having leukemia in the her family. Her father and uh, father-in-law, a, a, a father like her fiance's father. Right, also. my fiance's father passed away yeah. when my fiance was nine from leukemia, and it was yes. very quick. Just within a week, he passed yeah, but, away pretty quick. Now and I, I want to, ma- but That's this so son, hang on, real quick. I just want to validate. Want to make sure this son is not the fiance's child. Is that right? Definitely. Yes, that's Okay, correct. because I kept hearing that the reason you and your fiancé ended up coming together was this full circle healing of these losses that you both would understand. Like, that, that's, that's the feeling I kept getting. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. That was weird. That's a, that's a weird life story. No, it's so contract. Right, yeah, is absolutely. It? It's it soul is. contract. Absolutely. Okay, it's contract. Through it's her... Soul contract. Yeah, through yeah. her son, she helps to heal her fiancé and the loss that he... You That's know what incredible. I mean? It's, it's all like healing and loving and helping one another through this. I know, but yeah. too... Yeah. The and then they're going to have a child, which I feel this child... You know, we, I'm not a doctor, right? Right, I right neither but of us. But I do <laughs> feel like this well, will be healthy or but healthy if, experience. Okay, and nobody's a doctor here, but... Just because well, except I'm a, for Dr. Drew. Yeah, he's yeah, not here. I wish he was. Um, <laughs> but because your fiance's father had leukemia and your son had leukemia, I wonder what, do they test to see? There is genetic testing and there's no history there. I mean, there's there is no history on his and on my end yeah. and the de- genetic testing tests nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm uh, from, or anything like I mean, that? obviously AJ's not a doctor, but he said it's a healthy situation. So, I mean, we can predict the future, but we're not medical yeah, right. and this cancer is, yeah. blood cancer is not hereditary, which is yeah. good to know. Oh, it's not. Oh, good. You're still there. That's good. You know, but yeah. I just, you know, I don't. I want to tell you that you're. I would. I would have everything checked out anyways, just because Absolutely. I don't yes. know. It just seems right. like the right thing to do. But Wonderful. I'm sure you're on top of it because you know a lot about this. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We've done our homework um, before even trying. So yes. Absolutely. Well, that's wonderful. I hope. I hope a new baby comes, and and then. Your son and spirit will have a friend. Yes. Right. Because yeah. they are around us. Oh, right. yeah. I believe that 100%. I, I see it and I see signs and his dreams are so vivid and it's, it's amazing. It's just, it's, it really is amazing. And he was always such an old soul. And I always, he would just always say the darnest things. And I would say, where did that come from? And I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So it's amazing. It's That's just, really cool. 
Yeah. I appreciate this so much. Thank I'm, you. This I'm means a lot so to me. glad that you connected. I, I well, have no doubt, but I, I, I think just, a great name, you know, girl or a boy, Colby, really, you know, we have Calvin and then Colby. I think this is wonderful news. I'm, I'm honored, really. Yeah, I never said his name was Calvin. That's that's really no, good. No, you did, though. You said the non I'm not going to lie. I, yeah, you said nonprofit non yeah, foundation, yeah. so... She's I, not that good. No, I, I wish I was. <laughs> I really wish I was, but... Well, sometimes she is that good. I, I don't but I do that. like the Calvin and Colby. <laughs> I, I, it has a nice that ring. Has a ring to it, right? I think so, too. Yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, do you, do you have any more questions? Because we, we um, are running out of time, but I'm so glad we got to talk to you. Yes, thank you. Just uh, I, I want to know about if, if we have time about the foundation. Is I want to know if it's something that I feel like it's my path and I'm in my purpose. But sometimes it gets so emotional that I don't know if it's something that I really want to pursue full time. I, you know, so I want to know if you see anything in the future for that for me as far as me continuing to do um, stuff like that with children. With, with you, Mary, I, I see you continue with the foundation. I don't see you stopping. The reason why, because I feel like your son's soul is inspiring you to move forward and do this work. You know, uh, obviously, either one, this is a recent passing or from many years ago. Um, but I feel like whatever the situation is for you, it's about kind of working with the right tools, meaning like with yourself, um, like getting the healing, going through the grieving process. Because um, it seems to me, obviously, you're still in that stage of grieving and no one can ever tell anyone how to grieve or when degree but we have to do it at the right time or at right pace and i think for you it's about making sure that you're okay with it but i don't see you having any issues of moving forward i think it's about you getting the right tools if it is going to be like you know working with other colleagues and other people if it is for for you know working with different hospitals and charities and whatnot but i but i believe you're going to do very well in the situation in honor of your son but i i want you to stay positive and and knowing that you are going to make an impact not only in calvin's spirit your spirit but many many others as well yeah, I, I agree. I definitely agree with uh, AJ. This is just the beginning. And, you know, when it gets emotional, just know in a way that's really, really good because pushing through that emotion, experiencing that emotion, A, brings your son with you, um, but it also helps you heal through that process. And it helps how many other grieving parents heal, people that also connect to this and have experienced this, you know. And yeah. um I think there's such a sense. I think your son is just so proud of you, you know, and it's, uh, you know, there's, there's just kind of a couple ways to deal with things and we can't say which one is better than the other, but some people can pull the covers over their head and some people can go out and say, I'm going to take this loss and change the world with it. And, and you've done the latter of the two. So it, it's definitely going to grow and keep growing. So Absolutely. Awesome. That's yeah. exactly what I to hear. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. You're going to make baseball jerseys, though. I think there's – I keep saying – what is his number? You just – I got to know this number. His, his number is 10. Thank you. I think there's – I just keep seeing the 10 everywhere or the – you know, or this – his little number is going to be everywhere. You're going to make a little jer – something about his jersey and this foundation come together. Oh, wow. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Great. So <laughs> – well, blessings to you, and and know that Calvin is is very, very, very much around you. Absolutely, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, AJ and Colby, and thank you, Susan. I really appreciate it. it means a lot to me. It oh, really good. does. You're I'm welcome. Glad. Thank you. All right, we're gonna take a break, and then we'll be right back. Hey, everyone! Calling out with Susan Pinsky is sponsored by DrDrew.com. 
and this is where you can find all the other shows I produce, like This Life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest and Weekly Infusion. Also find all the shows Dr. Drew has all in one website. We bring it all there for you so you can find it easily. And then also we have everything that you need to know about Calling Out with Susan Pinsky at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. If you want to download the new app, just Google Calling Out with Susan Pinsky app and go to the iTunes link. We sincerely appreciate your support. So we're back and that was really touching, but... um, Jennifer was in tears. <laughs> Poor thing. She was just sobbing. It was awful. I felt so bad. I, me too. I was so... Do you think it's because I was picking up on her feelings? Or uh, I mean, it, it was... No, I mean, it, of course. You're, right. You guys are... Oh, what, Rex? What's the matter? We locked you out because you were farting through the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> Rex totally convinced me to give him a piece of cheese and salami. I know. And, and then look, the aftermath He's was... been locked out. He may figure out how to he's get He's really vocal right Poor, now. Poor... We it was very serious, and I and I'm not laughing at what just transcribed, but honestly, that was the best reading that I've seen because you guys went right in. I'm sorry, Rex, you can't come back in. You have horrible gas. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I could deal with it. Let him in. Okay, fine, fine. All right. Colby's like, no. Well, but well, Colby did like a, you, you know she zoned right I, into to the to the sun, and you know it like. Afterwards, like, I, and I was very honest, like, I didn't get a strong link at all in the beginning, and then, you know, got bits and pieces. But I think part of it's just like once someone builds that bridge, a connection can happen. And I think that's what you did. You made a beautiful connection with oh, her son. Thanks, yeah, you did. yeah. And yeah. I thought you guys, I thought you guys were crying over here, but oh. your, I think your eyes were watering for the dog part. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty emotional. <laughs> so sorry, but it's no, you. It emotional. It's emotional. I mean, yeah. this is. You know, you can see the love that her son had. Like, you can see the love. Oh, no, and, no. And she she emailed me. She said that she had lost her son and wow. well, and, and also her father-in-law. Like, yeah. in the, and I was like, oh, gosh, this is somebody who really needs to have a get in touch. And and it, six months went by because, you know, I had I, I get emails and I get Facebook calls and I can't get to all of them. Right. But just, it's good, though, because that gave her some time to grieve and some time to be ready for this. Yeah. So yeah, but no, I, it's divine time. I love the fact that she wanted to reach out. And I don't have a problem with that. Like, I literally call the first day when someone passes in my life and I'm like, okay, I just, I need closure. Like, some people can't do it right away, but I think that it does give you a sense of calm. and Absolutely. And, and I've gotten a lot of really good advice over the years, you know, like when my dad died and stuff. But it, and the dog dying wasn't as bad, you know. I I knew it was her time, and she doesn't talk anyways. But but it is really important that we know that they're happy in the next dimension. And I don't mean make fun of the dog, but he's he's just so annoying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But this is my podcast, so I can do what I want. Um. All right. So. <laughs> So Jennifer, I love I love the research that you did on this house, and I find this really fascinating. And I know that we want AJ to tell his his uh, information about what he saw and what really what he found interesting, because you know 
haunted houses are kind of, you know, always fun and everything. But the reality is that there are spirits there. And what, I mean, right. I, and only a few people can see that. And whether there are or not, you can tell us, yes, there are or they're not. So, right. Well, you know, to, to answer that question, um, I would say there are, there are spirits there, or at least the best I can say this is residual energy. There is energy. There is energy there from um, servants, from Winchesters, you know, from from everyone. I think it's from also the people that are walking in there as well. So we we naturally attract energy no matter where we go. So even your home is probably the best place for it because of what you do here with the show and your uh-huh. husband and whatnot. So there's obviously a lot of energy that's here. That's he has a bunch in. of dead people hanging around. Right. That's what I mean. And so part of it is that you're going to attract that energy naturally. And it's weird because like. For Jennifer, not quote unquote being called a psychic or medium, but um, she mentioned that she smelled fire, but I don't think she mentioned anything. But I, she was on the other side of the room, which was like three bedrooms away, because the way it was designed, it was one big room, but three bedrooms into one. Uh-huh. Um, and I smelled fire because she walked in before me. I go, I'm smelling cig- cigars or fire or smoke and this and that. And I go, this is the area that burned down or something so it's pretty well you're very intuitive and you you're also cognizant yeah you're you're a bit psychic as well oh yeah Yeah, i think we all are but um mine is more of a knowing Mm -hmm. so when you talk about claircognizance it's something that i don't have to meditate on i just know it so you know to have the confirmation it's always nice because yeah, it's always nice because they're mm-hmm. like yeah, I I might be a little bit like that. You are definitely. Yeah, you are. You would be doing this show, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I wouldn't like put myself out there, and I'd much rather say I'm like a writer or something else other than like a clairvoyant or claircognizant. But yeah, I mean, I think it's. I, I kind of wish I could young. see dead people. I, I think that would be fun. I think you get scared. You know, to be quite honest, I don't actually see dead people. I don't. I I don't. I rarely see dead people. It's more so my own frame of reference of how I see Right, right. That's what I mean. Sometimes I see them, but not always. Exactly. It just depends. Well, here's the thing, too. You know, when you're talking about energy just in itself, whether you're talking about apparition or haunting or a ghost or whatever, say you walk into a room that people have not been in for a few hours. But when they were in there, they were arguing, yelling, feeling anguish, feeling anxiety. Now they're gone, right? And you walk into the room and you just feel this like unsettling, right. weird. No, weirdness. I get that. I get that. And so when you're talking about res- residual energy, a lot of people think that that can be attributed to hauntings. And I don't think it's always the case. I mean, there are so many people who walk through that home on a daily basis on those tours. Who knows if you're not picking up on somebody else's crap? So did they? They didn't clear the house out. They just had these thirty people in a ballroom. We were going to get there. You were you went into the oh, ballroom, yeah. and you said that you had you know Re- yeah I had to do readings for like thirty two different people. Well, obviously not all. How did they? How did they get those? Like how did they have the opportunity? It, it, it was, was for a the, charity for brain. It, yeah, cancer. for um, oh. the Valle Monte League, which is for brain cancer. And so I went down there to. You know, basically donate time and energy and something that was going to benefit them and help them out. And, you know, these were all members. And, you know, the age range from what, at least from 25 and up, some of these people that were there. and it, So it, they didn't want to, like, go on a tour, a ghost tour with you in the house? They didn't want to do a ghost hunt. That's weird. They, they, really, they mainly wanted to just they do wanted, the They wanted to talk to and honor her. her. They, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, they wanted to honor her, but, you know, do you like... Was the there walk- anything else in the house that stood out? I mean, I don't give a oh, shit my- about your... 
30 people on your dinner party. Right, because <laughs> we can't bring that here. So, right. Yeah. No, but yeah. but did was there anything else that like stood out to you that you found really interesting? And I, you yeah. know, it's only funny. It's really funny. They've only had three clairvoyants. One was Sylvia Brown, and she probably screwed it for yes, everybody. Yes, honey. What? He's <laughs> tall. He has dark eyes, dark hair. Yeah, and, and yeah, yes, no. and you're going to die next yeah. week. Yeah. Well, no, they, they they actually, yeah, they have three clairvoyants that have done events there, um, I guess, by them. Um, but there's been like you know different TV shows like Ghost Adventures like yeah. on there and this and that. But you know none of it has been actually really valid or done the right way that they wanted to do. So right. which is why they don't allow TV shows to go in there and, and do stuff like that. Because I brought Jennifer will tell you I brought all my paranormal equipment. Uh huh. Excuse me, all my paranormal equipment to investigate and to do all that stuff. And they did not want me to do that because they wanted me to keep it light and and right. positive and this and that. But. Um, well, we had it, some amazing responses with some of the devices that I have, which is why I'm saying that Colby, all of us should do an event somewhere yeah, at a haunted fine. location and do a show live there and do an investigation. Yeah, I think it would be fun. Uh, right? Well, right? when we were fun. in the yeah. ballroom, one thing that really stood out to me because she liked Homer and Shakespeare. And in the grand ballroom, she had two stained glass windows. One saying, wide, unclasp the table of their thoughts. And on the other side saying... These same thoughts people this little world. Now, the first quote is from like King James, King Arthur, or something like that in Shakespeare, where this person is imprisoned. Mm-hmm. And so, I really had a, a, a huge takeaway from that because when you're talking about these same thoughts people this little world, it's almost like what we think and what we are and how we exist, and, and when we give birth and when we have children and whatever. Our thoughts are impressionable. Yeah. And so she's saying, widen class your thoughts. Let's get into your thoughts and your mind and walk through my home as this maze, this labyrinth. But and this- maybe it was about people judging her. Oh, Perhaps. no, it was. Colby. You know it I mean? was. Yes. Absolutely, Colby. Like, because your thoughts people this little world. Yeah. And so, so for she, me, she was, she was complex. Yeah. She was judged by everyone. Yeah. People in the community thought she was she different. She was weird. She was crazy. Of dollars. Like, like there was a, I posted a photo, and I'm going to send you the photo so you can use um, on my Instagram. And this lady who her grandfather lived across the street and whatnot, she goes, my grandfather used to play there all the time, this and that. And she goes, she wasn't crazy as what people think she was. And so She looks crazy because she has a maze of staircases that go nowhere. Yeah. She has a staircase within a staircase. But the sad part, I saw the comment Sounds like my friend Allison Alanese. Oh, just call her out. Just call out Allison. Let's hear her uh, At Allison on Twitter. Uh, Here's her social handle. She actually was an amazing like, architect. She, she would build glad. houses like because her husband owned, um, owns casinos and stuff. So, like, they built their house like a casino. It, it reminds oh, me wow. of a casino. Wow. You know, like. People that have that kind of creative ability, right? Just well, build for no reason. Well, they—I mean, she built for thirty, almost forty years nonstop. I mean, what was she building? I think, I, I think. That's <laughs> I feel. Fifth, like class, I think. fifth <laughs> glass of wine. No, how dare you? My mother would be very Proud. embarrassed. <laughs> no, I believe that she was building staircases to the heavens or ascension. Aren't yeah. we all? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because and like once you go up the buying lo- her stairway, and then we cue the TV All show. Right. All right, karaoke <laughs> by First Lady yeah. of Love, right? Right there. Love Jams One Hundred One Chateau. I love you, Allison Ellenies. No, but I mean, if this was the case that she was actually building layers of this secret code to the heavens or because they say she was spiritual they never said she was religious yeah so i Obviously. can't say the gods but because she would have had to give all her money to the church if she was religious. perhaps right but yeah. i feel like no, it was I her own she, sanctuary she, she, it kind of reminds me of michael jackson it reminds no, me of the yeah. same kind of thing a lot of money can't be out in public has like doesn't have any naysayers obviously because they all work for her and make money from her and she was like a rock star on some level yeah and she was just this is how she kept herself happy like okay let's build another wing you know this is fun but so much loss and she's probably so lonely and you know and nothing beats loneliness like a project right absolutely well, you gotta think and some hot Latinos to help you. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you got to think too. That's why she held seances every night because she was so lonely, trying to connect with her Just husband, with her, with her daughter. You know, so she was trying to do so much. Japanese, yeah. She, yeah. Oh yeah, yep. the Japanese landscaper. I think they so kept. Well, the, I mean, um, it is a total labyrinth. Medicine. I mean, I don't know what that means, but they say that like you're supposed to develop and hone into your own intuition if you can take the test of being subjected to a maze or a labyrinth or whatnot then you as the student or the novice is supposed to take away from something so much more and then you pass the test but i don't know if this is what she was giving us absolutely or if it was in her own mind oh maybe yeah you're very intuitive so i like your take on it but she, she's a very special lady. Yeah. I'm glad to meet her. Glad to have the yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I felt so like, Wait, did you talk to, to her? Home? Oh, she yeah. said the roses. She yeah. sent you yeah, the roses. Yeah. Well, even amazing, too. Okay, but was there anything else? Well, dur- we- well, yes. During the seance, I was doing the reading. Um, I had no idea about all this information. Uh, one of the tour guides and Jennifer told me, like, all the information I was bringing through that no one could claim. Yeah, he was like, the lock of hair, I don't understand. Well, it said that she had a lock of her uh, husband uh, and her daughter's oh, hair. Oh, I was going to say her daughter. In the safe. Oh, see. And so I was bringing yeah. that up. I brought up the, the month, I think, when she died or whatever. And so a lot of things came through that I had no idea that was related. And, and no one was able to claim it. And I'm like, oh, all right, whatever, you know, whatever it goes to. And then the tour guide and Jennifer, they told me, I'm like, that was right. Sarah Winchester. That was there, the story. and she was wow. so happy to kind of have a party back in her grand ballroom again. So sure, it was so beautiful. It was well, such that's a the beautiful whole point. time. I mean, to come, yeah. yeah. I, I was humbled, and I felt like there was. But they won't believe hosp- you because there's, that's the story, right? Exactly. It, you, they don't know that you don't know the story. I, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like you have to stand up and tell everybody you you didn't take the time to read the story, and exactly yeah, right, <laughs> right. And neither did I. So my experience when I went and researched it thereafter. I was shocked that I was like, wow, it is geometric and it is yeah. a story of our existence in no, life. No, she and sounds very cool and complex. eccentric, but yes. it's, it, it is kind of a, I mean, we still have problems with rifles in this country and I'm sure that they Absolutely. took a lot more shit back then, you know? Oh, yeah. And plus we were building railroads and we were finding, San Jose is not far from San Francisco. Nope. So right. there was a gold rush, there was all that yeah. stuff going on in, in the building of the railroads. So, you know, she she was a multimillionaire, maybe 
more. Right. And Back then, it, yeah. It, yeah, it's got to be lonely. Seriously. Oh, yeah. 100%. And then losing your, your love. Your husband your, and your, your child yes. and the father Was she cursed? Right. We don't know. I mean, and that, I mean, the story is... And, and, that, and that's a whole theory. Like, is it a curse? Is it a spell? Is it just is tragedy? It, yeah, it, or, right. I yeah. Or... It, it's it, like it is a tragedy, but at the same time, is it part of a soul contract? Because right. she built this place and created something that we're still talking about all these years later and trying to figure it out. Yes. And plus, she's still providing work for all these people. And spiritual work as yes. well. Right? And bringing awareness to psychic mediumship, certainly. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I mean, when you're talking about spiritualism and the occult and whatnot, yeah. she really was kind of the pioneer of all of that. Wow. Well, be, her and the Fox sisters. And the Fox sisters. Right? That's you know true. They're yeah. the ones on Drunk History. Uh, the Fox sisters. Oh, uh, you, you three girls? Yeah, Maybe. They were, they were, you three girls? No, I don't know if they... <laughs> you three girls? Yes. I'll call you guys the Fox sisters. I don't know sisters. if the Fox... I mean, I've not... <laughs> I might have missed that episode. You know it, baby. Can you I know it, AJ. I missed or that floater episode. or whatever. No, no, uh, no. The Fox Sisters. They, they yeah, were. Yeah, they had that was on Drunk, yeah, drunk History. Oh, it was one of the okay, episodes. Okay. It's the only one they did on psychic mediums, and they yeah. were, it was like a big scam. Yeah, and it they okay. were like table well, wrap. So That's think, another episode. So I think That's another episode. It, came, I think it's you came full circle for me, to AJ. Me. <laughs> Today's episode well, is courtesy of of. Drunk history, and you have to watch the episode with the Fox sisters there because they they talk about how in those days these girls well, were psychic. You know, Fox be- means six. Yeah, but it was. But, it but that was their last name, and they were saying. So I I know this story a bit because I had to learn it for Lisa Williams. Lisa Williams. I was yes, saying Lisa Williams. And <laughs> they were it, a scam. They were scam no, no, artists. They, no? They, no, they. There was not really actually. Yeah. So no, no. So um, all right. So they definitely started out hearing knocks, and it did find out that there was truth and evidence to it but at that time there was a lot of scrutiny and they had to recant it and so they did recant it and then it was perceived as a scam but they later said you know we were told to recant we needed to recant for these reasons um and actually at the end of it when they dug up the floorboards there was um a traveler who they found him underneath there, there was a body underneath the house buried oh really yes so and i went to the house i went there it's, Are you it's not, yes i went there what? i went to the place saw oh the God. place yeah it was very very crazy so um imagine and doing a podcast live from there it would be pretty cr- nuts um <laughs> But that do you mind if I, I say one little shout out today? Yeah, sure. Um, today, I just, my uncle passed away today. Oh, so and he was an architect and he did blueprints. And what? How weird. She had no oh. blueprints. And, Isn't that interesting? And so it's just, you know, I do want to, you know, he's a great uncle. I loved him so, so much. And Aww, um, sweetheart. I just feel like it's best. only appropriate. Oh. To, to say hi. <laughs> hi. Well, yeah, because that's what this, what I think. Yeah. Wow. Did he like cattle? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I think we so. figured that one out. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, what I think it was Kentucky is it, Derby. Is it like a Texas Longhorn thing? Because when you say cattle, I see like the outlawing, the outlawing. Well, you said horses, outlawing. and then we figured out it was Kentucky. <laughs> right. so I like think Connecticut that, Are you talking Jersey yeah. now? Yeah. No, you must be channeling on the outlawing. Was, was your uncle like... Like a father figure, like a he, you know, it in in a lot of ways, especially when I was younger. But he he looked like Magnum PI. He <laughs> really did, and super like he should wrestle cattle. Uh, he's super, <laughs> but just a real nice, That's real funny. nice guy, and oh, sweetie, always just what sweet. was his name? George George Henry. Oh, George, George Henry. Henry. Yeah. So Henry. George Henry. Henry so. Rifle. Henry Rifle. Ah, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Or so Henry Winchester. 
Um, yeah, so it's pretty, pretty, you know, it's a little sad, but, you know, Held it's just life. Oh, my God. You know, honestly, it, um, I believe young, like 66. Wow. Same time. I yeah. Smoker? Um, no, gosh, no. He he was, a, this was him, obviously, years oh, cool. ago, but he was, uh, he had suffered a stroke uh-huh. around Thanksgiving, I believe it was. Wow. And uh, and just really kind of just had some ailments from there on. Just didn't quite really recover from that. That's but really young. My, you know, but my family is so supportive of this work. And that's awesome. Um, Colby, love to your love to your uncle. Thank you, thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you for coming today. Oh yeah, I really yeah, absolutely. It. Thank you. Okay, so Jennifer has a couple more notes, and then we're gonna wrap this up. All right, so there is uh, quite the psychobabble in my notes, but I will leave you with this. Visiting the Winchester House, it was an event of exploration and a journey of discovery that left me inspired and wanting more, mesmerized with the questions of mythology and the occult. Staircases like the Tower of Babel and questions of Genesis ring in ring of the echoes of the wonder in my mind. As well, the amount of windows and the locations of these leads time to believe that the natural illumination defeated the oil lamps and pre-electricity of time. The way, the love, the light, to heavens above, the gods before us, and of us, I am humbled. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Very beautiful. With that being said, so it is. Thank you for listening to Calling Out. Thanks for listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Follow Susan on Twitter or Instagram at First Lady of Love. And check callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com for all the latest info and links to our cast of clairvoyance. Call out.